0: Alright, welcome everybody to today's Skill Collector Podcast with, as an exciting topic, alcohol. Now, a lot of people drink alcohol and actually have no idea what it does to their heads. Now, I'm not here to be lecturing you on, oh my god, you shouldn't drink alcohol. There's plenty of people out there that will tell you. Uh, All I'll say is, guys, use is fine, abuse is not. So, alcohol is actually a really, really fascinating substance. On a molecular level, it's incredibly simple, but the effects are so, so widespread. Um, So first, what is alcohol really? Well, most people should know, but it's basically just a sugar that's been eaten by some bacteria and then pooped out as a toxin. Makes it sound a whole lot less glamorous, Um, but that's basically what it is. It's a toxin to your body, which is why your brain starts behaving funky when you drink it. Um, So alcohol is basically just a solution of ethanol in water, sugar, whatever kind of drink you're drinking. The interesting thing is that when you drink alcohol, the digestion starts in the stomach. The absorption doesn't really so much. There is some research that suggests that some of it is absorbed in your mouth, but that is negligible and not really that much. So what happens in your stomach is that uh, it, it, alcohol starts being broken down. Interestingly this effect is more effective in men than it is in women. So. Let me just say it once and for all. Over, you know, as an average, statistically, women are indeed worse with alcohol than men. Men listening to this podcast, feel free to rub this into any woman who's going to be with you when you party this weekend. <clears throat> so, uh, you drink your apple, the your, your stomach starts digesting it, breaking it down to harmless components, uh, and then it's absorbed into the bloodstream a bit later in digestion. Then what? Well, there's this thing between the bloodstream and the the brain called the blood-brain barrier uh, which keeps out larger molecules. Ethanol, however, is tiny. On a molecular level, of course, all molecules are tiny, but compared to other intoxicating substances, it's really, really small. If you look at pictures of some of the other intoxicating substances like, say, cocaine or uh, even cannabidiol, You'll see that they're quite complex, um, complex molecules, actually be, I don't know from the top of my head, but I do know that stuff like cocaine and amphetamines are relatively complex. And, and the analogy that I read in the book once, which I thought was really, really fitting, is that they're like scalpels in the brain. They will affect very, very specific parts of your brain in very, very specific ways. Alcohol, or in this case ethanol, however, is a tiny molecule that is more like a pharmaceutical hand grenade. It just goes off everywhere, touches everything, and just makes your brain go haywire. Why? Now, let's talk about that for a second. Now, your brain consists of all these tiny little cells called neurons. They're nerve cells. It's the same thing. And uh, The connection between two nerve cells is called a synapse. Basically, imagine, um, so, so I'm sitting in front of my screen right now, imagine one of my hands as a fist and one of them as just an open palm, and I'm holding them slightly apart. Now, the fist is a neuron that is conducting a signal to the next cell. The flat palm is the receiving cell. Uh, Now, don't worry, this doesn't get any more complicated. Basically, what happens is a signal will travel down my arm, and when it reaches my fist, my fist will secrete substances called neurotransmitters. These neurotransmitters will fly over my fist to my palm from the other hand, and activate that palm, causing the signal to keep on going through my my other arm. Now this is basically what happens in a neuron, and these neurotransmitters, they can be either activating, deactivating, uh, doing all sorts of funky effects. Now what happens, this little thing is called a synapse, so the connection between two neurons is called a synapse. Now in the synapse, these neurotransmitters, uh, that they, they regulate this communication. What alcohol does is really, really interesting. There's this one neurotransmitter called glutamate or glutamic acid. I believe they're the same thing. What it does is it basically acts as the gas pedal of the brain. It makes your nerve cells more sensitive to stimulation. Um, <laughs> alcohol inhibits the glutamate receptor. Basically, it means that while my fist is still secreting this activating substance, my palm doesn't really feel it so much. As a second, there's another neurotransmitter called GABA. Now GABA is a bit of a mellow molecule. It's the gas break of the brain. It makes nerve cells less sensitive to stimulation. Um, generally, when you're more uh, relaxed and stuff, you'll have more more GABA, actually, it's, it's available as a supplement. It's not as black and white, it's not as simple, but in general, imagine being the, the gas pedal and the brake pedal. So GABA, the brake pedal, it, instead of inhibiting GABA as well, what alcohol does is it makes this brake more effective. So it's a double effect. It both inhibits the gas pedal and makes the brake more effective. What does that result in? Well. That depends very much in what part of the brain the alcohol hits in. This is where it gets interesting across people. You know, some people start stumbling when they're drunk, others can't speak, others just have impeccably unlogical logic. This is purely because the effect of ethanol, alcohol, is dependent on what part of the brain it hits. If it hits the motor area of your brain, well, you're going to have trouble grabbing your drink. If it hits the speech area, you're be sounding Chinese. And th- this is why it's being referred to as a pharmaceutical hand grenade. It can touch anything. It doesn't touch specific parts of the brain. It targets this glutamate and GAO, which are two of the most commonly used uh, neurotransmitters in the brain. Um, so, so that's one effect. So that's the, the whole slowing down thing. Now, There's one aspect to alcohol that's also quite interesting, which relates to creativity. Um, we're going to be focusing on a type of thinking called divergent thinking. Now, divergent thinking is the capability to see multiple possibilities when you're presented with a problem. Now, that sounds a bit vague, but just imagine I would tell you, and this is a stereotypical example, you might know it already, they give you a paperclip and I tell you how many uses can you think of for this paperclip. If you're decent at divergent thinking, you might think of 5 to 10, maybe even 20 within a minute. If you're really, really good at it, you can cross a hundred. Because you'll see a gazillion, a gazillion, a gazillion options. In fact, you even go as far as saying, well, if I imagine this paper could be the size of me, I could actually use it as a weapon, or maybe I could transform it into a trampoline, or, or, or whatever kind of thing. And it all sounds kind of far-fetched, but to a person who is thinking in a very divergent manner, it sounds entirely logical. Now, you might already see where I'm going with this, because you might have had a friend who had reasoning like this when he had a bit of You know, that last shot of tequila that he really shouldn't have had. What happens is, in the brain, when you drink alcohol, ethanol specifically, this substance called dopamine is released in the mesolimbic area of the brain. Now dopamine is a reward molecule for the brain. The brain likes dopamine. Dopamine is good. Um, The thing is that dopamine also increases divergent thinking. So, drinking alcohol will increase your dopamine, will increase your divergent thinking. Now, one of the experiments that they do to test this kind of thing is they use eye blinks. Wait, what? Eye blinks? Yes, eye blinks. The thing is that if a person has higher dopamine in their brain, it turns out that they blink more often than usual. It's a really strange link, and honestly, I have no idea how it works, but they found that it's quite reliable at predicting what kind of level of dopamine a person has in their brain and it does sort of be cutting open their head and testing their current levels so this is this is one of the things that people test and it's actually kind of a funny thing to look in social situations check when your friends will blink more often that'll be probably either when they're nervous huh? or whether they like the person that they're speaking to now again you know don't quote me too much on this this is a very loose area of social psychology Uh, But in general, more eye blink means dopamine. And what you can infer from that in social situations, well, that's entirely up to you. Um, So linked to alcohol, dopamine is is, is really cool. There's other kind of molecules in your brain that make you feel good that alcohol releases. Uh, But, you know, that all gets a bit experimental and not really that useful. So doing a bit of a recap, alcohol is a fermented sugar. Bacteria ate it and then it became toxic. Uh, And yes, alcohol is a maltoxin. Actually, alcohol is more harmful than THC, which is the active compound of marijuana or cannabis, whatever you want to refer to it as. Women are less good at um, metabolizing alcohol than men are. Little fun fact, this only counts before the age of 50. Why not afterwards? Don't know. Probably some sort of enzyme production thing. Now, alcohol enters the blood. It'll cross the blood-brain barrier, which usually filters out big molecules, but since ethanol is so small, it can just enter. It messes up the synapses in your brain, inhibiting the gas pedal and activating the brake. And depending on where the alcohol hits, it'll either hit your speech, movement, or whatever. You've seen the effects. You don't need me to tell you this. And then there's the upping of dopamine in the brain, which will increase divergent thinking. Now, divergent thinking is not exactly the same as creativity, But it's sort of a prerequisite or it sort of helps. So if you have any more questions on alcohol, just uh, send me an email as a result of this podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, subscribe on iTunes, follow on Twitter and share this to all your friends. And let's go for world domination and hope to see you tomorrow.